Hey there, podcast listener. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where each and every week, the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader and investor. For more information, products, services, and detailed show notes, including a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the news and media tab in the navigation. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. I've got an interesting stock to talk about this week. It's Commonwealth Bank. It's actually one of my favourite banks out of the big four, next to Macquarie, which is an investment bank and has done extremely well over the past few years. But Commonwealth Bank, along with Westpac, ANZ and NAB, pretty similar stories. Um, They all fell around 30% from their highs in 2015. Interesting that they all seem to fall um, by around the same percentage. Now I'm going to leave that question mark for you to to ponder. Um, What's happening more recently is we've seen a bit of a rise off the bottom, but the Commonwealth Bank in particular was the last bank to come out and announce that the sale of its wealth arm. Now we've seen talk about the demerger. This happened in in late June, so only a couple of weeks ago. So Commonwealth announced its plans to demerge its wealth management and mortgage assets. They've got the announcement on the website. If you Google Commonwealth Bank, you'll find it. Um, they said that they were, they're demerging their, their wealth management and mortgage broking business and undertaking a strategic review of general insurance, including a potential sale. Now, these types of discussions are somewhat attractive to institutional investors because it can unlock value. But I read somewhere, and I think it was in the IFA, um, it may have been the IFA magazine, so don't quote me on that, um, but where they actually uh, really gave CBA quite a hard time for their position. And I guess when I heard that they were going to demerger the wealth management arm, I thought, well, you really... um, stepping aside but continuing to to offer um, shareholders something by demerging it it actually often creates value for shareholders that would not have otherwise been realized so in the short term with the share price being suppressed perhaps this is also something that's that institutions may see as attractive but in um, some discussions I believe I read um, in one of the IFA magazines they were talking about the potential that could have been had if they were to to launch this demerger at, an, at some other time. Now, um, obviously, Commonwealth Bank think that this is um, the, an important step for them to um, undertake at the moment. And to investors, I guess, when I've talked to a few people about it and what they think about it, it almost seems like um, the Commonwealth Bank are trying to distance themselves from it but still have a hold on it. Do they... In terms of the, the, the operation of that business, does it, will it still have issues? According to some people out in the industry, yes, it may do. But it remains to be seen whether this turns out to be an ex- a successful decision in doing this. I mean, we've seen lots of demergers of companies and often it, it can work out quite well. But remember that when a new company is floated on the stock exchange, often in the first 12 months, the share price can fall quite dramatically. But then we've seen situations like with BHP's S32 that it's continued to rise quite strongly. So, again, it remains to be seen whether um, this turns out to be 
a good opportunity. Would I hold the shares after they've been demerged? Um, probably not. Um, I would, looking at Commonwealth Bank shares, it's all about trying to purchase them when the mood of the market is more a bit more stable. So once most things are known, decisions have been made and, and it's a bit clearer, then typically shares that have been suppressed due to um, bad um, press will tend to come back after a time and then offer opportunities to, to get some upside. But it, there is always a possibility that a share that's been falling can fall further, as I've mentioned in previous podcasts. So that's what investors need to be really mindful of. So looking at the, the share price at the moment, the Commonwealth Bank shares are trading at around 74 and are holding up so far to date. Now often it's not uncommon for Commonwealth Bank shares to press an important low or push through a, an important support or resistance level and then reverse. So what's happened is last month we saw the share price dip quite strongly below important support between 68 and $70 and the stock uh, reversed and, and traded back up higher. Now with some good solid rules you may see an opportunity at some stage to purchase Commonwealth shares and it really depends on your risk um, assessment of the situation with Commonwealth Bank, what you see as the upside, what you see as the downside, and whether you believe that there's um, a good opportunity and the risk-reward calculation works. So looking at Commonwealth Bank shares, um, right now, if you're looking at these for a more medium to longer term, then all you're simply looking at is a monthly chart where the stock's reversed from a low. Whether that goes up, whether the stock goes up for a month or so and then pulls back um, remains to be seen. That throughout history we've seen situations of human greed and of human failing, if you like, where sometimes they're not held to account. And in this situation, um, it's interesting to see that people are talking about this in, in the IFA. Um, they were talking about harm to consumers and therefore this is not necessarily just by offloading these companies and demerging them doesn't necessarily fix the issue. There was a comment here that um, I did capture out of this report from the IFA or the, this article from the IFA that bells and whistles aside, the newly touted CFS group, which is the demerged company, looks a lot like the, the very model that community expectations are now sceptical of, a one-stop shop for financial advice that is structurally tied to funds management platform and mortgages. Um, now, one IFA reader apparently put it, all they're doing is creating a new AMP and we know how well old AMP has done. So it'll be interesting to see what the management of the, the CFS group will be able to do to restore confidence and um, for that to see what happens with the share price. So watch this space. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For more information, products and services, and detailed show notes with the transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the news and media tab in the navigation.